0: Hello, everybody. Bereshit Perik Yud Zayin, Genesis Chapter Seventeen. We continue on with our journey and with Avraham and our chapter begins by telling us For he, Avraham was 99 years old and Hashem appears to him once again. It's interesting to note that Avraham's age is mentioned. It was mentioned in the previous chapter, chapter 16, that he was 86 when Hagar uh, gave birth to Yishmael and of course when we first met him when God appeared to him at the beginning of Parashat Lech Lecha in chapter 12 he was 75. So we've been with Abraham now for nearly 25 years. Abraham has moved to Eretz Yisrael but yet is still without children despite the many promises and indeed this continues to be the theme of our current chapter. God appears to Avraham and once again promises him that he will make him a father of many nations and in fact for this it seems that he also wants to change Avram's name and so it's in our chapter that Avram and Sarai go from Go from having those names to being Avraham and Sarah. Avraham, because I will make you the father of many nations. And together with this name change, God also gives Avraham the commandment of, of circumcision for him and his household. This is in the first half of the chapter. And in the second half of the chapter, God moves on to Sarai, and says that her name will change to Sarah, and that she herself will be blessed, of course this has been the theme of the preceding chapters, that she herself will have children. And Abraham appears to laugh at this, we read in verse 17, he falls upon his face and he laughs out and says in his heart, Can a man, i.e. himself of a hundred years, become a father? And can a woman, Sarah, of 90 years, give birth? And then Avraham says the following fascinating line. It seems to express not only his incredulity at the possibility of becoming parents at such a late age, but rather the desire to say that, in fact, he already has a son may it not be that Yishmael my already existing son from Hagar live before you and this is a pasuk that we need to remember it will reverberate throughout the coming verses and throughout the coming chapters and that is is that Abraham is deeply in love with his son Yishmael, the son that Hagar has born from him, and when, next week in Peret Kaf Aleph, we will read that when he is told to expel Hagar and Yishmael, the matter was very terrible in Abraham's eyes concerning his son we need to remember this verse that Abraham does really wish for Yishmael even if not to be his full successor although it might seem that way to at least carry on living with him but yet nevertheless God says Yishmael will become a great nation but it will be that your son your true inheritor will in fact be Yitzhak ben Briti akim et Yitzhak I will give uh, my my your my covenant uh, with Yitzhak this seems to be also the place at which we are foreshadowing the name of Abraham's second son and the chapter concludes with Avraham and Ishmael Ishmael who is now aged uh, 13 um having Brit Milah and the whole household as well Thus concludes this chapter. Just a couple of notes. There is a verse right at the beginning of the chapter which has got in it some incredibly rich language. When God appears to Avraham, we read, Vayomer God, appear, Hashem el-avram, God appears to Avraham and says to him, A-ni hi-talech lefanai tamim. I am, kel shakai, the way in which we say it, walk before me, and be tamim, be pure. Two notes, firstly on this interesting name that God describes himself as. What does he mean by saying ani kel shakai? What is this name? Now this will become more famous, of course, this name at the start of Shemot, or a few chapters in, chapter 6 of Shemot, when God says to Moshe, Ani Hashem, I am. Hashem, K, Vavke, I spoke to the Avot in the name of Kel Shakai, but Shmi Hashem lo lahem, I didn't make known to them my name as Hashem. God says in Shemot Moshe, my relationship with the Avot was through the prism of Kel Shakai. What does this mean? The Ramban famously in Shemot distinguishes between God making promises to the Avot, but only fulfilling them in later generations in the time of Moshe, and that this is the distinction between the two names. Kel Shakai means the promise. And that would fit quite well with our chapter, that Kel Shakai means the promise, because our chapter is, of course, about the promise of future generations and descendants who currently do not exist. But there's an alternative explanation of the name which I like very much and we can begin to get a clue as to this explanation by seeing where the name Kel-Shakai appears. It appears here of course with the Avot. The other two places where it appears most prominently in Tanakh are in the book of Eov of Job and in the book of Rut in Rut famously Nomi returns to Bethlehem from the fields of Moab, having lost her family. And she says to the people who say, Is this Noami? Noami, of course, means pleasantness. And she says, no-a-mi. Do not call me Noami. She says, I left indeed, full, but re-kam he-shivani. God has returned me. Empty, shakai marali, shakai, meaning God has dealt very bitterly with me. And of course, if people are familiar with the theme of Eov, this great, righteous man who suffers, it appears to be that the name shakai is God's relationship with people when they are alone and in the midst of their loneliness. Eov in his sufferings, Nomi in the loss of her family, Avraham without his children, their relationship with God in this aspect is through kel shakai. That is what the phrase means. To conclude with a more uh, positive and optimistic aspect, at the core of our chapter is Brit Mila, And one might ask the question, why does Avraham have to be commanded at such a great age, 99, to have circumcision, wouldn't it be kind of fairer to give him this commandment at an earlier age? And there is a midrash which I would like to share, a beautiful midrash in the Mechilta de Rebi Yishmael. And this midrash picks up on the idea of Avraham not only as the father of the nation but specifically as the model for all future Gerim, for all future converts. Avraham's character as a Bal chesed, as a as a pure um, paradigm of kindness serving as a future model for Geirim. And the Midrash reads as follows, Chavivin Gairim beloved are converts to God, shelo mal Avraham avinu ela ben shanim, Abraham was circumcised at ninety-nine. Because if he were to have been commanded to have his milah at twenty or thirty, then no future convert would ever be able to convert unless they were under thirty. In other words, when they would see themselves as being Fully strong and healthy to be able to cope with the Brit Milah, as Abraham did. Therefore, did God wait for him, accompany him, until he got to the age of 99? In order to not lock the gate before future converts to enter into the uh, membership of the Jewish people. And to give the reward of days and years, to multiply the reward for those who do His will. The Brit Milah of Abraham is not just the sign of the Jewish people; it is specifically in this in this in this midrash the Brit Milah of his conversion, of Abraham becoming Jewish, which will serve as the model for future Gairim becoming Jewish, that they may not be barred from entry. The entry may be made accessible to them along the model of Abraham Avinu. Everybody should have a wonderful day and just to repeat what I already wrote in the message, tomorrow we have an extremely special guest giving chapter 18 of Bereishit. I hope you are all looking forward to it.